0: You know, from time to time in life, we could use some help. I know that's been true of me, even to the point that I needed to go away for some intensive help a number of years ago. I want to remind all of you that we have a center. It's called the Healing Care Center. People come there for a week to 10 days. They receive care by someone that is highly trained, very empathic, anointed to the Lord. And we have a lot of individuals that come and spend time with us, precisely to get some help. Now, the reason I'm mentioning that is maybe you could use that kind of help, but it may be that you know some folks that are really struggling. And if so, go to our website. You can find information on the Healing Care Ministries website. There'll be a phone number that you can call. You'll have a chance to chat with someone that knows all about what we offer. I simply wanted to mention this today. I felt led to mention it today. And if that's you, if that's someone you know, give them a call. They'll be happy to spend some time talking and suggest different levels of care that may help you. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, We come in the strong name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, and we ask that your Holy Spirit would guide and direct our time. Father, I've just been talking about individuals that have experienced certain hurt. We're thankful, Lord, that you've provided for us a facility and people and an opportunity to help those folks in your name. Lord, if anyone's listening or knows someone... That could use that care. May your spirit guide them. I know, Lord, you want to set every one of us free. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So my wife is reading through a series of Hannah Hernad books. And she gave me one to read, and I i don't even know that I was all that motivated, and yet I picked it up, and I found this story in it. What I'm going to read to you actually comes from a book by Charles Kinsley called Water Babies, but it's quoted here, and I want you to just listen to it. Tom, the chimney sweep in Charles Kingsley's Water Babies after clambering up innumerable chimneys in a huge mansion, lost his way. And instead of coming down the kitchen chimney, he crawled out onto the hearth in a spotlessly white bedroom where a lovely little girl lay asleep between immaculately white sheets in a room where not one speck of dirt was to be seen. Tom, the little orphan chimney sweep, gazed around him, enchanted by his first sight of such beauty and cleanness, having never imagined that anything so spotless and lovely could exist. Suddenly, he caught sight of a filthy ape-like little creature, sooty black from head to foot, standing on the rosy pink carpet with pools of black perspiration dripping from its body. It was such a shockingly object in these surroundings that he shook his fist at it and shouted furiously, Get out of here at once! But the black ape shook its fist in return, and suddenly, for the first time in his life, poor little Tom realized that he was looking in a mirror and seeing himself as he really was. It broke his heart. Uttering a desolate and despairing cry, he rushed out of the house sobbing as he went, I must be clean. I must be clean. Where can I find a stream of water and wash and be clean? The next line in this book by Hannah Hernard, the book called Walking Among the Unseen, it says this, isn't that exactly the effect which Jesus had upon his listeners as they looked upon him and for the first time saw the perfect ideal for all people and loathed themselves by contrast and fell at his feet with a bitter cry, oh, if you will, make us clean. There's a passage of scripture that comes in the gospel of Mark. Jesus is doing some healing. And it says that a man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him. And he was cleansed. we were most all aware of the fact that in the time of the Lord, anyone that carried virtually any kind of disease, particularly if it was a skin disease, would be declared unclean. And not only would other people shout at them that they were unclean, they had to say of themselves, unclean. This not being clean brought a tremendous amount of shame and rejection and ridicule and exclusion to these folks. And so you get this sense of how urgently they were crying out to be clean. This story, it is for me a picture of what many, many people feel about themselves And the generosity of Jesus Christ who says that he came in order that we can be clean. Look, all of us know that we don't always walk the path of Jesus the way Jesus would have us walk the path. And many of us know, myself included, that we've done things in our lives in the near and distant path that were just downright wrong. To use a biblical term, they were sinful. And some of us hate to even think about those things. And yes, we've asked the Lord for forgiveness, but how many individuals are there that these these memories come back again and again? They play like a tape in your mind, or maybe like a movie, where you see those scenes again and again of things that you've done, and it almost feels as like we wear them. We wear them into life, perceiving that other people see it, and as a result, we have this internal, internal sense of being unclean. We don't often hear people saying that to us from the outside, but boy, there can be voices on the inside that declare that over and over again, unclean. Boy, just think of this picture of Tom, this orphan boy, this chimney sweep, when he first sees himself in contrast to that which was so pure and so clean, and the cry of his own heart was, oh, God, please make me clean. It is reminiscent, isn't it? At least a little bit. Of the Psalm of David, Psalm number 51, David himself has been caught in sin, doing something he shouldn't have been doing, and he begins to write about it in this Psalm, and how many times we see him crying out, God, have mercy on me, wash this off of me, cleanse me. He says it again, please cleanse me with hyssop, then I'll be clean, wash me so that I can be whiter than snow. Give me that pure heart. And then he talks about the fact that his his heart is broken and his spirit is broken. Now, this is the beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because we even see it in the book of Revelation, this amazing promise that because of the blood of Jesus We're not only forgiven, which is so important, but there is also this cleansing. The symbol is always the cleansing of our robe, but it means the cleansing of who we are. There's a passage in 1 John, the very first chapter, verse 9, if we confess our sins... He's faithful and just and will forgive all of our sins. But then it goes a step further, and he will purify us. It's it's an amazing picture, isn't it? It's this picture of Jesus washing us, making us spotless. Just like Tom wanted to run to a river where he could for the first time be clean. We run to the river of the Lord. So often the evil one keeps pointing out what we've done in the past, things where we've fallen, and he wants to harass us with us, but we need to see that the provision of Christ is greater than whatever it is that we have done. And that in his cleansing, We don't have to walk with that shame or that reminder anymore. When I was a young Christian and would go to church, they would sing this hymn. And they would talk about what can wash away my sin, nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It's this picture, this this very picture that we're talking about here of how Christ can come and he cleanses us and our robe becomes a white robe and we receive in him a new inheritance because we are his children. And from that day forward, that's how he looks at us and that's how he treats us. And in essence, that's how he rewards us. According to his righteousness that we receive by our faith. I was moved by this story, frankly, and you can probably tell that. And I can picture it, and I can feel the agony of the heart. When Tom cries out, I want to be clean. Maybe, maybe you have that cry today. And maybe it's simply that you need to remember what's already happened. But the beauty is that we get to turn to Jesus and know that he has made this provision for us. Not only to forgive us but to cleanse us, to eliminate the shame. In Christ, we are his whole children. It's his gift to us, something we could never gain through our own effort, but is handed us because God's great grace is that extensive, that good, that breathtaking. I want you to think about that, how great God is. We have been cleansed, we have been purified, we've been washed, all because of Jesus Christ.